Hello and welcome to the broadcast. This is a ministry of North Harford Baptist Church in Jarrettsville, Maryland. Visit us online at northharford.org. Week 20 is the Sixth Commandment. Let's begin our morning with prayer and then we'll look at this. Father, we worship you. We love you, Lord. You first loved us. You sent your Son to save us from our sins, to save us from judgment, to give us new hearts, to give us the Holy Spirit. On and on we could go. We say thank you. Help us to count our blessings each day. The life that you've given us, the family, the friends, the church, the provision, the food, the clothing, the shelter. Father, we thank you. We worship you. Uh, fill our hearts with the peace and the joy and the humility of Jesus Christ. Help us to be worshipers in spirit and truth today. Help us to see ourselves as servants who lay down our lives in gratitude and love for you. It's in Jesus we pray. Amen. All right, week 20, the sixth commandment. What is the sixth commandment? Four words, Exodus twenty thirteen. you shall not murder. What does the sixth commandment require of us? Now, every time I ask that question, I always try to give a reminder that this will help you your entire life. In all of your Christian walk, in all of your Bible reading, Bible teaching, and all of your theology, if you remember that each the commandments are summaries of God's moral law, each one has something it requires and something it forbids. And these are spiritual laws. What does the sixth commandment require of us? It requires showing kindness and care to others in our hearts, words, and actions. Right? Obedience to God's law, to God's commandments, is never just the outward obedience. It's never just the outward obedience. It's obedience in the heart, that we love God and love others, and that includes the mind as well. We humble ourselves before God, see ourselves as servants of others. Obedience is also in the words. The way we speak not only to people, we don't want to be cutting people down with our words, but also the way we speak about people. The Sixth Commandment requires showing kindness and care to others in our hearts, words, and actions. What does it forbid? Obviously, it forbids the opposite. It forbids doing harm to others in our hearts, words, and actions. It forbids doing harm. The commandment itself is given in the prohibition of the extreme example of murder. But as we'll see below, when Jesus gives the proper understanding and Jesus gives the proper interpretation and life application for this commandment, we'll see that, the, like all the commandments, the meaning in the application is broader than just the outward obedience, the outward letter of the law. It forbids more than just bodily murder. It forbids doing harm to others in our hearts, words, and actions. What does the Sixth Commandment teach us about God? It teaches us that God alone has authority over life and death. God is God. God is king. God made life. Humans belong to God. He alone has sovereign authority over life and death. And it reminds us that since God made man in his image, he especially cares for man and values his life. Now, that's a word, that's a truth that needs to be thundered in our culture and in our society that's anti-life and devalues human life and sees it as something we get to define what it is and how it should be treated. God alone has the authority over life and death. Man, 
was made in God's image. Therefore, he has a special care for man and values man. Has a, man has a humankind as a central place in God's eternal purpose. Final question, what does this mean for Christians? What does this mean for Christians? You wake up Monday morning, okay, what's the application for me? This is, we always end on this question with the commandments. It means that Christians should be the most kind, peaceable, and forgiving people in the world. Lead the charge in that. At school, lead the charge being kind and peaceable, which is the opposite of being a troublemaker and arguing, and forgiving, which is the opposite of holding a grudge and always being mad at somebody for something. At work, lead the charge in being kind, peaceable, forgiving. At home, Christians should be leading the charge at being kind and peaceable and forgiving people. In the church, each one should lead the charge, take it upon themselves as their duty before God and their service to the church to be kind and peaceable and forgiving. Christians should be the most kind, peaceable, peaceable and forgiving people in the world. It's our obedience that can only come by the power of the Holy Spirit, right? Don't ever take that as saying this is something we can do in our own strength, but as those filled with the Spirit and being changed by the Spirit, being sanctified by the Spirit, this is our obedience to the Sixth Commandment. And now there's more to that. There's a second sentence. Christians must value human life as created by God, as belonging to God, and as made in God's image. I'll read that again. There's three points there. We are the ones in society, human society, we are the ones who are able to value human life as created by God, as belonging to God, and as made in God's image. Why? Because the scripture teaches us who people are, what people are, where we come from, and what God's purpose is for us, and how God has loved us and provided a Savior. We have the right interpretation of humans. And so we must lead the charge in putting a value on human life. It's created by God. It belongs to God. And it's made in God's image. Here's a cross-reference. Matthew 5, 21 through 26. This is Jesus speaking in the Sermon on the Mount. You have heard that it was said of old, you shall not murder. That's the sixth commandment. Now something was added in the tradition to, in, to uh, give an interpretation to that. Whoever murders will be liable to judgment. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. You see, it's not just murder. It's not just the outward obedience to the extreme example. It's more than that. It's deeper than that. Anyone who's angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother, here's the words, right? here's the words, whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council. Whoever says, you fool, will be liable to the hell of fire. So it's internal, spiritual, and it's the words, how we treat others. Verse 23, so if you are offering, so here's, he gives some examples. This is what this is, practical examples. So if you're offering your gift at the altar, and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. So is on your way to worship God and bring a gift at the altar and present it as spiritual service to God. But you're on your way. You remember that there's a conflict between you and someone else. Well, before you make that offering, put it down. Leave it there. Leave it before the altar. Don't offer it to God yet. First, go. Now, here's what he says. 
First, go be reconciled to your brother. And then come and offer your gift. Go be reconciled. It means make up. Right? You forgive them or you ask them to forgive you. Restore the friendship. Restore the relationship. Come to verse 25. Come to terms quickly with your accuser while you're going with him to court. Lest your accuser hand you over to the judge and the judge to the guard and you be put in prison. Truly I say to you, you will never get out until you have paid the last penny. He's giving an example or an illustration of the judgment that will come to those who've, who cannot find it in their hearts to reconcile with those they have a conflict with. We want to be those who go and be reconciled. We want to forgive others. We should lead the charge in forgiving others. We want to be forgiven and admit when we did something wrong. We should lead the charge in saying, I was wrong, please forgive me. We should lead the charge in being peacemakers and not being angry, verse 22, and not insulting others, also verse 22. All different ways of showing harm, exercising harm, and defaming the image of God that is in man. Let's pray.